Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Dax Shepard. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. It's not Dax Shepard. It's motherfucking motherfucker Jones. Welcome to this Pam and Eggs podcast. I'm your host, Detaw. Uncle Detaw. Um, we're going to do an Instagram live because I don't do things when I say I'm going to do them. And um, <clears throat> it helps to have, to have, I don't know, someone to do them for, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, here we are again. Welcome to the Spam and Eggs podcast. I'm your host, Uncle Detaw. I'm waiting for this long-ass intro, dude. I gotta cut down on this intro thing. But it's already, we've already begun. You know what I mean? Like, the podcast is already out there. People know that that's, the intro is 10 minutes long. Like a, like a... If you've never seen, if you've never listened to What the Fuck by Mark Marin, don't listen to this. Let us listen to that instead. But also, you can count on a 23-minute intro from Mark Marin every single time. And I, I don't, I don't hate that, but I don't love it as well. So I'm not going to do that to you. I'll never do that to you, dude. I'll never have a 23 minute intro. I don't care who the guest is. Here's what I will say. I keep having these weird savior dreams. We're on the Instagram live, by the way. But I keep having these weird saver dreams, man, like where I got to rescue something or save something from harm, like a person or a goose. <laughs> like I had this dream. I had this dream the other night, dude. There was a goose on the loose and um, and there was a butcher trying to find it. Right? For like for like butching purposes. They weren't like soulmates, unfortunately. Um, but anyway, I wake up in this dream state, right? I enter the world that my boss ass augmented reality brain created, right? Probably in like three seconds. Cause you know how you could, I don't know, dude, I create worlds fast in my head. You know what I mean? Like, like in three seconds, dude, I got a whole world on lock. You know how many times you could sneeze in three seconds? Probably two times. I think that's my point. Anyway, so I found the goose. I'm sitting at this mall in like a shopping center or something, like in front of a Robinson's May or like a Gotchalks. 
or something else that's not around anymore, right? That's how I know I'm in the past. So before I continue, everything from now on that I say in this entire podcast happens exactly as I say in my dream, okay? I want that to be known. Because you know when you try to synopsize a dream for a friend and you almost start to make shit up because you either forget or your dream brain didn't bother making these details because it didn't know that you were going to synopsize a dream for a friend and you and it has to be as entertaining for them as it was for you. So you start to make shit up or shit just gets boring for you in the middle of your 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 synopsis even though it was your dream it's boring for you. And you don't want your friends to think that you have boring dream brain. That is not what's happening here. I remember this dream exactly as I'm going to say it. That is not the case here. I love myself more than I love you. This is exactly how the dream happened. Exactly in my dream, right? I'm standing there next to like a, like a dip in dots. Remember those? Those were popular then. And this goose waddles up to me, dude. Not even in a hurry, but I could tell something was afoot. Oh, shit. We got listeners. What up? I could tell something was afoot. If you're listening to this in the future, we're on Instagram Live. It doesn't matter. There's only one person. But the goose needed my assistance. So I was like, sup? Down to the goose. And the goose looks up to me and he says, he says it's exactly like this. He says, dog. The goose calls me dog in English, right? He was like, dog. Again, this is exactly what happened in my dream is exactly as I say it, right? He says, dog, there's a butcher on the butcher and he doesn't want to play. Cryptic as shit, right? Not that cryptic. It just doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's like cryptic level three on the cryptic scale, right? But I decipher it quickly. I decipher I decipher his words, there's a butcher on the butcher and he doesn't want to play, about as quickly as I created the world in my head. Faster, actually. So the goose says, dog... There's a butcher on the butcher and he doesn't want to play. So I turn down to the goose and I say, Papoose Goose. Which also doesn't mean anything, but Papoose, like the rapper, it rhymes with goose. I wish I had a soundboard. I would I would put a Papoose melody right here. If you don't know Papoose, you're too young for this. Anyway, so the goose... The goose says, dog, there's a butcher on the butcher and he doesn't want to play. I turn to the goose. I say, papoose goose. And then this is how I knew I was lucid dreaming. I said to Mr. Goose in my dream, if we weren't in a dream, that wouldn't mean a thing. But that's a 10-4 brother. Come with me. In that cadence and everything, dude, that's exactly what I said, exactly as I say it, right? I've never felt more like Dr. Seuss than in this dream, and it makes me want to cream. I did it again. So I let the goose know that I know that I'm dreaming, that we're in my head right now, right? And he's not in any real danger because I say 
if we weren't in a dream, that wouldn't mean a thing. But that's a 10-4 brother, come with me. So the goose waddles up and he says, yo, I'm in trouble. There's a butcher on the witcher. Doesn't want to play. I say, don't even trip. Take a sip of this Dippin' Dots, right? So we can just walk around because we're in my world and I'm in control here. So we're all good. There's no danger. Except for the very off chance, right, that I'm not dreaming and we're in the quote-unquote real world because I never know if we really are. And the goose is on the loose, dude, and he's calling people dog in English. In which case, we've got bigger problems because nothing makes sense now. We have to throw everything out, dude. We start from ground zero. So we're walking around the mall in my dream. And I'm trying to blend in with a goose, dude, which is really hard to do if you don't have like a purse to put him in. Right? Now that I have long hair, it's fucking everywhere. Um... So I'm around this, I'm walking around the mall, and there's this goose, and he's just walking right beside me. But I'm, I'm, I start to worry that, that I'm going to draw attention in the dream, because we know, we've seen Inception, we know what goes wrong if someone in your dream notices that you're dreaming, or notices you notice that you're dreaming, and then things get silly, right? So I'm trying to avoid that. So then we're walking around, probably checking checking out shoes or chicks or whatever. So then I realize that I don't know what the butcher looks like. And that's a problem for me. But the butcher, the butcher I mean, the, the goose should know for sure, but the butcher is what the butcher looks like, right? So when the goose knows, then I know. This is what I'm thinking in my head. Because in the dream, I know that I'm dreaming, so I also know that I'm the butcher, I'm the goose, and I'm me. I'm thinking about all of this stuff, dude, because I'm a planner. Okay? I'm going through this stuff in my head, so it's all good. It's all good because I'm a planner. I'm an improviser as well, but I'm a planner if there's danger. Whenever I'm in danger, dude, it seems like I'm improvising because danger creeps up quick. But the second danger even shows its ankle, dude, I'm in there. I got six plans of action. It's a whole thing. You know what I mean? Especially in a mall. Especially in a mall, dude. Especially guys in malls. That's why we go to crowded places to practice knowing what to do if there's a butcher. on The Witcher, and he doesn't want to play. That's why we go to the mall. To practice knowing what to do. Three shots fired in a mall, especially in a dream, dude. I got the emergency set uh, exits on lock. And the exits aren't even for me, dude. They're for my enemies. I'll let them choose an exit, dude. Let them think they got away. And then when everyone else gets to safety, that's when I strike. 
I'm tired of explaining this, man, but just know that I'm good with danger. I'm, I sense danger. Right? Some people sense stuff, and I sense danger. <laughs> what the fuck was I saying? That's right. I'm walking around with the Papoose Goose. I think I'm in a regular-ass dream, right? But it turns out I'm like, all of a sudden, Denzel Washington or Keanu with this bitch-ass goose that needs my protection all of a sudden. And I still don't know why. Is the Papoose Goose really in danger even? I don't know yet, man. But you gotta, you gotta still ask these questions because I'm a planner, even in dreams, dude. Because he could be a lion ass goose, and if he's a lion ass goose and there's no butcher butchin, in that case, it's fine because I'm in a dream. But I can kill a goose with like a sword or something, right? For for being a lion ass bitch goose. <laughs> Dude, so, so we're chilling outside this, like, Build-A-Goose. And again, dude, this dream happened exactly as I'm saying it. Minus the trying on shoes. I don't, I don't know if we tried on shoes. But we're sitting outside this Build-A-Goose. Which I know doesn't exist, but I build worlds in my head. And this fellow walks around. <laughs> this fellow walks around and I get this tickle in my pickle. And dudes know this feeling well. Because we got pickles. Not only that, but even if you're bad with danger, then you still get the tickle, but you don't know what to do with it. If you're good with danger and you get the tickle in your pickle, dude, you got, again, emergency exits on lock. So this fellow walks around, I get this tickle in my pickle. Next thing I know, dude, this trick-ass fella appears out of nowhere. He does that, uh, <clears throat> you guys seen Spy Kids? I don't know if you've seen Spy Kids. If you haven't seen Spy Kids, you're too young for this. But he does that Spy Kids teleportation thing where the kids like to teleport and grow out of the ground right in front of you for no reason whatsoever. Like they were gonna ask you for directions or if you had games on your phone. <laughs> right? Again, if you haven't seen Spy Kids, I mean, you missed it, but only good spies could do the teleportation thing. The other spies didn't have like powers or anything. They their parents were just spies so the agency just gave the kids badges and gave them some some clearance you know because their parents were spies it's a very ivy league situation over there spy kids 
whatever that agency was called. So this fellow comes out of nowhere and he grew right at the ground, right in front of me. And at this point, I didn't even need to consult with the goose because nobody does this just to say hello. Right? Anyone who teleports out of the ground and pops up right in front of you, dude, only wants to stab you. And I've always said that. So right away, dude, I knew because I'm a planner that this was the butcher and he doesn't want to play. He was wearing like this bitch ass butcher ensemble, right? With like the clear, with the clear vest all bloody and stuff in the middle of a mall, like a real dirty douchebag, right? Probably had white dickies on and everything. Oh, dude, and this is the best part. Remember, remember when I said three times already that this happened exactly as I say it? The best part about this dream so far, dude, is that the big bad butcher, the reason that we're here, the reason I'm sitting down with you, is that the big bad butcher, and I took note of this, dude, I took note of this in the middle of my dream. I noticed this thing that happened in the middle of my dream and I was like, oh shit, that's clever. The best part about this dream, dude, is that the big bad butcher in my dream is Ashton Kutcher. I'm already taking notes in my dream, dude, because at this point, because the fact that the fact that my brain made up a goose on, a, on the loose who speaks my language and calls me dog in English, right? And then I made up a butcher on the witcher and then my brain rhymed butcher with kutcher, dude. And then cast Ashton Kutcher as the butcher on The Witcher. I'm a writer. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, dude. I'm a writer. And it's not even like a braggy thing either. It's just that it's not in bad taste. It's just that some people are candle makers. Some people do taxes. I'm a writer. Or a really good dreamer, right? And an improviser and a planner. And a rhymer, apparently. Because Butcher does rhyme with Kutcher, dude. And so does Goose on the Loose. That's a 10-4, brother. Come with me. I'm tired of I'm tired of explaining this, dude. I'm good. <laughs> All right, so we're running around the mall from Ashton Kutcher, right? I don't know what happened right after Kutcher grew out of the ground because 
dreams skip ahead sometimes like commercial breaks. I'm not leaving things out on purpose. I just want you to know. So we're running around the mall from Ashton Kutcher. I've got the goose by his neck, right? And he can't keep up. Because he's got little ass legs. I don't know what to say. The butcher right behind us, right? Grabs his favorite goose knife. He teleports again, dude. Right in front of me. And then slices right at my chest. Right where the goose is, right? I had the goose right here by the neck. And we're running. And then the goo and then the, the butcher and the butcher that doesn't want to play, he 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 teleports right out of the ground like spy kids, and then he slices at my chest. But something weird happened after that. Right? Feathers fly everywhere. Feathers are flying everywhere, dude. The butcher on the butcher, he doesn't want to play, and then he slices right at my chest, where the goose was. But the but the goose is dead, right? Dude, wrong. If you if you've listened, if you listened to the dream, you've already figured it out. Maybe. It took me a moment, and I create worlds in my head, dude. I create worlds fast. <laughs> wrong, man. The 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 goose is not dead. Well then how are their feathers? Because it's not my goose. It's not my goose. Feathers fly all over the place right after the butcher and the butcher that doesn't want to play. He slices on my chest. And right as it happened, dude, something weird happens. I put two and two together in my dream, in my head, in my dream, right? While I'm running from the butcher, from the kutcher butcher. I solved the feather problem. Here's what happened. Okay? This ex I'm tired of saying this, dude, but I'm going to keep saying it. This happened exactly as I say, exactly as I say it in my dream. Here's what happened. The Kutcher Butcher swings at my chest, right? With his favorite goose knife. Feathers fly everywhere, but not goose feathers. Pillow feathers. In my dream... I'm confused as shit, but only for a second, dude, because I create worlds in my head. And I'm an improviser and a planner, and I solve mysteries quickly. And I'm a rhymer, but this was the mystery. Pillow feathers fly everywhere because the butcher takes a swing at my goose that I've got by the neck just a second earlier. And if it were the actual papoose goose, dude... He'd be just a head and a body disconnected. But I look down and I realize that I built a goose at Build-A-Goose from the beginning of the dream. And I swapped him out for the real goose on the loose. Am I Steven Soderbergh? Since when do dreams have flashbacks, man? I was in a dream, and I knew I was in a dream. Then I was in danger with the papoose goose. Then we were both almost murdered in a mall. Then I flash back to an explanation as to how I saved this goose ahead of time. I'm Steven Soder Goose, dude.
<laughs> I'm Steven Soda Goose. We're putting that on a... I keep clipping. Fuck. We're putting that on a t-shirt, dude. Steven Soder Goose. God damn. I'm a... <laughs> like I said, there's hair everywhere, dude. I love dreams. But right then... Okay, so here's here's what happened afterwards, right? Right then, the real double agent Goose on the loose, Spy Kid, Goose ghosts him, dude. Because remember, the, the Goose, I mean, the, the Butcher is not dead. We just know that the Goose isn't. The Papoose Goose takes a page out of the Butcher's book, dude. And then he grows right up out of the ground and then slices him back with his own favorite Goose knife. I'm Steven Soder Goose, man. And it's like a small Polly Pocket cake knife, right? So it's plastic. But like right in the neck, right? The Papoose Goose gets him, dude. Gets the butcher on the witcher that doesn't want to play right in the neck. Now the butcher's in trouble, dude. Because we keep it all in the neck. Pete Holmes taught me that. And then the goose walks up to the man. Walks up to me, I mean. Make sure I'm good. Which was weird because I thought I was the hero in my own dream. But sometimes things change. So I was actually, I took it a little bit personally. Because I I was fine. I I'm actually the one that saved him. But he checks on me. He checks on me. So the goose comes up. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Oh, we're dropping tequila. Dropping tequila. The goose comes up and checks on me, dude, and I'm not a fan of that. He could have done without that. But he does, dude. He checks on me and emasculates me in front of everyone by checking on me. And there's a crowd of people by now. For sure, because a goose just killed a guy in the mall. But the butcher bleeds out right in front of the Build-A-Goose, dude. Right where it all started. Like I said, dude, I'm a dreamer and a writer and a rhymer and a planner and an improviser and a mystery solver. And I'm Steven Soder-Goose. It ends right where it begins, dude. Right by the Build-A-Goose where it all started. There's kids, there's kids cheering everywhere. Absentee suburban house moms want to fuck the goose now. So I tell him, right? I stepped in like the goose's touring agent. I was like, sorry, suburban house moms. Go spend time with your kids. You fucking horse. <laughs> 
this goose has got a got a, a girlfriend. And the papoose goose doesn't like that dude. He doesn't even have a girlfriend. But he's on the cuz he's on the road too much. But he emasculated me by checking on me after I saved his life, dude. So I cockblocked. I goose cocked him. With zero thought, man. Goose cocked him cuz he got cuz he emasculated me. Nobody wanted my cock, but I turned him away anyway, just in case. Because I do got a girlfriend, dude. And I'm a faithful guy. Especially in my dreams, dude. I'll turn bitches away in my dreams. Then I saved him 15% or more on goose insurance. And that was the whole that was the whole dream. The Papoose Goose dude came through for me, man. Slice that butcher up. Where was I going with that, man? Fuck, I need to I need to get something to drink anyway. Save your dreams. That's right. That's what got me here. I've been having these save your dreams lately. I wonder if there's anything to that, man. Because I know I'm not the only one. There's way too much TV out there to be the only one having Savior Dreams. But I do wake up feeling special. Because I succeed, dude. I always succeed in my dreams. Real life is real life. But but I know I'm not the only one. Because, you know, you watch Criminal Minds a couple of times. And you wonder which side you're really on. You know? You wonder if, like, you want to catch the bad guy or be the bad guy. Because some some people got that bad apple gene, man. And you know the motherfuckers that, like, set a Macy's on fire just to... Just to save that girl that works in returns. <laughs> I'm not saying I have that savior complex thing, but if a sketchy guy in a, in a, a mall lit a match, right? Or, like, in a crate and barrel or something... I'm ready to save babies. Oh shit. Real need. What's good, dude? Thanks for hopping on. He hopped off. Fuck. It's okay. I like him a lot. But I'll save I'll save a baby dude in a in a mall or a crate and barrel. Then I'll come back for his bitch ass parents who left him at crate and barrel to look at baskets I don't know and I don't think I have the full the full on like savior complex because I wouldn't light that match right but I would let the fire spread just a second just a little bit until they called the cavalry you know and then I'd wait a little longer till I hear sirens and then I'd swoop up the bystanders because I gotta get on the news and then promote the podcast but I'm good with danger dude I'm just good with danger the world's most dangerous group and then maybe the sketchy broad who lit the match might have been my cousin and it was our plan all along and we talked about it weeks before and we planned it but I won't light the match I will save the people though 
so I could get onto the news. <clears throat> get to the next level. I'll set a crate and barrel on fire to promote the podcast. Or I'll like coordinate it. You know what I mean? Don't use this as evidence. If I get, I'm not going to get caught for setting a crate and barrel on fire. But if I ever did, don't use this as evidence because you don't have my permission. But I would do that. No one gets hurt, right? But we'll soak some shit in gasoline overnight, man, just to plan it nicely. So the fire sells. <laughs> Maybe I do have that bad apple gene, dude. I don't know, man. I'm not a criminal expert guy. Even if I was, I don't know if I could diagnose myself. I think I'd have to go to like a coworker or something. You know? I don't really know how that works. But criminal minds, man. With that uh what's the dude? Wow, what's that guy's name? Matthew Matthew Gray uh Matthew Gray Doobie Booby. Gooby Dooby. Matthew Gray Matthew Gray Gubble Bubble. <laughs> if you're listening to this Matthew Gray Gubble Bubble, uh, you did this to me, man. I'm I'm sure I'm not the only one. You planted the bad apple seed, man. What's that guy's fucking name? Ah, Matthew Gray Goobler. That guy was... That guy probably, you know... He probably got made fun of for a long time. He seemed like he was a weird kid. But all along, dude, you know for sure he was just like... He didn't really give a shit. He was just biding his time because he knew he was going to be successful. He was just getting stuffed into trash cans and and vending machines man all throughout high school and college but he was like fuck you guys man i'm gonna be a detective on a television show one day and make enough money for you to all disappear you guys know which character i'm talking about right no one's listening anymore on the live but you know on on spotify or wherever you're listening to from matthew grego gubble bubble goobler You guys know the character on Criminal Minds with the long hair and the revolver on his hip. The one that squints too much. Best actor I never met, man. If I ever did meet him, though, I'd for sure call him Matthew Gubble, Cubble Bubble, you know what I mean? And then ask him if he can't see good because... In every scene he's ever done, on Criminal Minds or off Criminal Minds, he squints. He's always squinting, dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google it, dude. What else was he in? Oh, that's right. Five hundred days of summer. That's right. I don't know, man. Who else is a weird actor? 
I'm going to Google that too. Weird actors. Probably Nicolas Cage, first one. I know that's a hack example, but everyone knows, so fuck it. Let's find out. <laughs> Let's find out who else in the world hates hates actors for good reasons. <laughs> Number one, Nicolas Cage. Hilarious. Because I just said that. It still counts, though, because I knew it was hack and I said it was I acknowledged that it was hack. And number one in all of the actors ever at on this page, at least it's Nicolas Cage. Tracy Morgan agreed to disagree. It's not bad if it's supposed to be bad. Right. Do you know what I mean? Kristen Stewart, I'm ambivalent. She got a lot of shit for Twilight, man, but she's worth like a billion dollars, so. I like that one where she was, she was like eight years old. Or 14, I don't know. And she robbed that bank with her mom, I mean, that her mom worked at. <clears throat> and she was like a, like a climber. So she had to like, the safe, there was a safe, there was a, there was a, a bank with a, with a malt, with a, with a safe. That was like 300 feet in the air. And then she had to free climb it. To pay for her dad's surgery. You guys remember. Bad actors. Who's next? Dexter Holland. Don't know who that is. Sofia Coppola. Interesting. Is that Francis Ford's wife? That'd be weird, right? You know what, though? She's probably a fine actor. It's just according to some guy... That's probably never acted in his life, you know? That's so... I I hate that, man. That's so weird. What else did Francis Ford Coppola do? IMDb. Oh, IMDb. Dude, what the fuck? Nicholas Cage is Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. We don't have time. What a trip, dude. I feel like we got to circle back to that. That ex that would explain a lot. I guess, I don't know, maybe not. Nicholas Cage is still the shit in his own way. When someone says it's a Nicolas Cage movie, you know exactly what they mean. Next. Where'd it go? There it is. Macaulay Culkin. He hasn't acted since Desert Storm, so you're shitting on a child. 
guy who's never acted before. Which is fine, man, I guess. But, like, I feel like he was a great child actor. That's what he... Home Alone was the shit. Don't worry about it, Macaulay Culkin. You're still dope. I'm sure he's doing fine. Paris Hilton didn't... I didn't know she acted, but... Just in that one sex tape. <laughs> I don't remember it, though, so maybe that's why she's on this list. <laughs> oh, man. If you're going to do porn, do it good. That's what I always say. Turn the fucking lights on. Maybe I do remember it now. Wasn't that, wasn't that whole, I feel like that whole video was like in night vision. Do I, is that right? I feel like it was a night vision. I mean, what a weird, I feel like that's true. It could not be true, but I think it was definitely in night vision, but I'm not going to check because then we'd just be watching porn together. David Lyons. Don't know who that is, but kind of looks like Jeremy Renner. Ryan, why not? Why not? Looks like every kid in the seventh grade, boy or girl. Easy. Noah Ringer looks like iCarly. Which, <laughs> which they brought back for a movie again, I think. Again, meaning I think they made another movie in the past, but they definitely made another movie or a movie. I'm not going to talk about it because uh, because whatever, but I th I think she, yeah, she says bitchin' in the trailer. In the iCarly trailer, she says bitchin'. So that's fun and new, you know? Break away from the Disney thing. Tara Reid looks like half the porn stars ever. I'm not going to list all 50s, 50 of these, but it's it's interesting to me, you know? How much time have we got? Okay. Kevin Sorbo looks like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I don't know who Kevin Sorbo is, but next is Keanu Reeves. This is my favorite episode so far. You know, ugh, what a dick move. You know, he, he did that on purpose. Oh, man. First with the Nicholas K. I just, I can tell the future. That's what it is. Next is Keanu Reeves. Oh, man. Hilarious again, but I disagree wholeheartedly, dude. Whoever wrote this list is tripping, man. Like a fucking third grader because they don't know how to walk yet. Listen, that's where I'll stop because whoever wrote this is an asshole. They don't, they, you can't. You can't know what's bad if you don't know what's good. You know? Actually, I will keep reading because fuck it. Jared Padalecki. Fine. I don't give a shit. I feel like if you're that handsome and you act, people are going to shit on you for it. 
you know, I, I think, I think Brad Pitt is an is excellent example of that. Rachel Bilson is next. Ah, oh, dude. Kill yourself. Not Rachel Bilson. I would never. I mean, the schmuck who wrote, who thinks Rachel Bilson's a bad actor, bad enough to put him on the on the on the the worst fifty. Have you seen Jumper? You fucking goofball. This is why, if you put something on the internet, dude, you should put your face and your address right on the at the top of it, at, at the top of every single page. So if you write some absolutely out of your mind wackadoodle shit. You know, we get to come and sit outside your house. Change your attitude some. <laughs> come and slap you around a little bit. Make you apologize to Rachel Bilson. Because <laughs> my fans call me Wilson, dude. And I like Rachel Bilson. Used to have a friend that looked like Asian Rumpelstiltskin. If you know what that's from, dude, you're a real one. You're a real one for sure. I had one of my friends. God damn it, dude. Okay, I'll stop. I'll stop reading that thing. I had one of my friends listen to that song. If that's what you want to call it, it wasn't really. It was a song. Fuck it. He said that it was racially offensive. Racially offensive, dude? How about if someone makes a racial joke that's not even racist and you find it offensive and you're not that race, but they are that race, dude? You get punched right in the balls. You get punched right in the balls by the person who is that race whenever that person decides. Dude, be offended. If you're going to be offended by anything, be offended by the end of it where I glorify incest. But not even really, dude. It's more of just like a nod to the porn industry and their shortcomings. Can we agree? If you haven't listened to the song, it's on the podcast. It's called Cat Sauce. Feet rumple still skin. Spamonix podcast. Obviously, you made it here. I'm just talking to the Instagram people. Be offended that I ripped the beat and I didn't pay, pay Drake. How about that? Be offended that I stole. And he won't call me back. Otherwise, I would have I would have paid him for sure. Wheelchair Jimmy changed, man. I will say that much. He used to be a stand-up guy. <laughs> Wheelchair Jimmy used to be a stand-up guy. Give that dude a platform man and a jet. Turned into a different person. I guess everyone would, but... The, the second they step on that motherfucker, like, they're a different person. You get a jet for a dude... Any steps on, they'll tell you too. I'm a different guy. Look at this. I got a jet. 
with wings and everything, man. It doesn't even have to be that nice. If you have a jet, ah, I don't know, man. Not to say I like you at all, but you're just a different guy. Now that you have a jet, you're a different guy. Wheelchair Jimmy or Jamie or whatever your real name is. Thompson. Dude, what is Drake's real name? Steven. I know I've looked it up like a hundred times in the past and three days later I forget. But I just know it's one of those names that you hear and you go like, oh. He's not a rapper. So good call on changing it. But whoever you are now, whatever your real name is now, you're a different dude. You used to be cool when you were wheelchair Jimmy. You were a stand-up guy. And now you got the jet. You got the, you know. I talked to him yesterday, and he did He did finally hit me back. Chellykins, what's up? Chellykins joined. She's probably going to jump off like the rest of them. It's fine. What's up, Chellykins? I talked to Drake yesterday, and he was like, I was like, Steven, you know, uh, Thompson, can I use the motto instrumental for a song on my podcast? I can't pay you anything. But can I use it? We go back. And he was like, dog. He called me dog, dude. Like the papoose goose. <laughs> he was like, dog, look at my jet. Look at my jet. I was like, oh, I see it, man. It's fucking crazy. You landed it in my driveway. I wish you didn't, man. I kind of got to go. He was like, dog, look at my jet. It came with a bank and that girl from Degrassi, dude. The pretty one, the one that, you know, the pretty, the prettiest one. I feel like everyone on that show looked re really 90s. The one that sings and he did a record with him, with her, and then she cut him out at the last second. That was a bitch move, by the way. Whoever you are now, hope you've never acted since. Anyway. I don't know, dude. We're uh, we're at we're at time. I think this episode of the Spaminix podcast is brought to you by Mini Oreos, snack sacks. They're the perfect size, dude. They're just small enough to where you could eat the whole bag and feel like you had one Oreo, which is a criminal enterprise, man. Uh, it truly is. Thanks for joining. This episode is also brought to you by, you know, Manscaped, Blue Chews, Erectile Dysfunction, that girl from ASPCA that tortures animals. It's brought to you by Sour Grapes and AirPods. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Thanks for, thanks for fucking tuning in. Check out, oh yeah, check out the, if you're listening on YouTube, or I mean on uh, Instagram, I can't tell who's watching because there's only one person. It might be me. Check out the Spam and Eggs podcast on Spotify, on Apple Music, on OnlyFans, on Tinder, on Facebook, on Instagram, on uh, worldhunger.org.
Also look up the Papoose. And I swear, dude, I'm going to get Papoose shirts. Because that's the... F I mean, because I'm Steven Sodergoose. <laughs> and I'm good at... And I'm a dreamer. I'm an improviser. I'm a planner. I'm good in danger. And also, I rhyme and solve mysteries. So buy shirts when I make them. I'll give them to you for free if you wear them out and you say, what up? All right, I'm out. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Someone's, oh. <clears throat> You're a Scorpio? I am a Scorpio. I think she left. Am I still recording? Yes, I am. Is she going to respond? I can't tell if she's watching. This is what I hate about Instagram, dude. Okay, never mind. We're not going to end the podcast. This is what I hate about Instagram. If you're going to show someone is watching, then you should be able to top, to, you should be able to go to the top and then see who's actively watching because dude i just feel like you can't just say that this person joined and then not be able to see if they're still watching because it's just the it's the same thing as having one person and then it says thompson joined and then it says one person at the top and then it sends zero because you know for sure thompson checked in for a second and then he tuned out because he's a bad friend Listen back, or I'm going to, I'm not going to listen back. I'm just going to post this thing. This has been the Spam and Eggs podcast. It's brought to you by all the things that I mentioned earlier. It's brought to you by cheap-ass glasses. It's brought to you by duct tape, cinnamon raisins, and Mucinex. Fast Max. DM Max. Honeyberry and flavor. Got me through this, got me through this whole thing. All right, bye.